0: Hi, I'm Margarita Paulitis from Raw Real Organic Authentic Results and welcome to the Raw podcast. As an integrated trauma-informed coach and a narcissistic abuse specialist, it is my mission to empower you to heal, to grow and to really thrive in the aftermath of narcissistic abuse. I truly believe that every single person has the inherent capacity to overcome adversity and create a life filled with joy, filled with purpose and filled with fulfillment. My hope is that you find the answers to the questions that you have become curious about. I am committed to helping you reclaim your power, find healing and create a life filled with meaning and happiness. Margarita, this is raw, real, organic, authentic results. And I know that embracing emotional intimacy again after surviving narcissistic abuse can be incredibly daunting. That emotional intimacy, though, is the foundation of a healthy and fulfilling relationship. It's that deep connection and closeness that allows us to truly understand and be understood by our partner. It involves us sharing our fears, sharing our dreams and our vulnerabilities without fear of judgment or rejection. And I know you've been used to the judgment and the rejection and the shutdown, but it really does come down to being vulnerable. Emotional intimacy is essential for building trust, fostering empathy and creating a strong bond with our loved ones. But unfortunately for those of us who have survived a narcissistic relationship, that very concept of emotional intimacy can be terrifying. And if you are feeling this, you're not alone. I've been there as have many narcissistic abuse leaves deep deep emotional scars making it incredibly difficult for you to trust and open up to others that fear of emotional intimacy becomes our protector part our protector part because as a survivor you've had to learn to shield yourself from further pain pain and manipulation right so that protector part actually thinks it's doing you a favor but right now it's not Narcissistic abuse can have long term lasting effects on a person's ability to form those emotional connections. That constant manipulation, gaslighting and emotional roller coaster experience of narcissistic relationships leaves you feeling confused, anxious and insecure. And as a survivor of narcissistic abuse, you may fear emotional intimacy as a result of your own past trauma, and you may be having difficulties trusting your own judgment, which then results in personal struggles. You're going over and over and in your mind and really beating yourself up. That fear of being vulnerable and exposing yourself, your true self, becomes a barrier to forming healthy and meaningful relationships. And overcoming that fear of emotional intimacy is a journey that requires of you patience, self-compassion, and support. And it begins with acknowledging and accepting the impact that narcissistic abuse has had on your ability to connect with others. Understanding that your fear is a natural process to the trauma. It is a physiological response. It is not your fault. But acknowledging and understanding that can actually start the healing process. And as you work towards embracing emotional intimacy again, it's important to learn how to recognize the signs of a healthy and supportive relationship, right? Because a healthy relationship is built on trust. It's built on respect and open communication. We're both partners Value and respect each other's boundaries, opinions and feelings. And it's okay now if you don't know what your boundaries are. Because don't forget you've most likely been a people pleaser. You've had to. So your boundaries have been broken down. They will be restored again. Don't worry. Open and honest communication that's encouraged by both partners actively listening to each other. By both partners providing emotional support and encouragement during challenging times. And I'm going to say that one again because it's incredibly important. Both partners provide emotional support and encouragement during those hard challenging times. There is a sense of trust and reliability in the relationship with both partners following through on their commitments and both of you having similar goals and values, which creates a sense of alignment and shared purpose, right? When you're aware of these signs, you can make informed decisions about entering into a new relationship to ensure that you are setting yourself up for emotional intimacy and fulfillment. Building trust and vulnerability after narcissistic abuse, I know, can be daunting. It requires self-reflection, and that can be hard, particularly when we're numb. It, it requires self-compassion and a willingness to take small steps towards opening up again. So let's have a look at some strategies that you can use to help in the process, right? The, you need to be able to pro, prioritize your own healing journey. Give yourself the time and space to heal from your past trauma. Engage in those self-care activities. This could be things like meditation, journaling, pursuing your hobbies that you may have put aside just trying to keep yourself alive. Uh, Things that bring you and spark joy in you. Move your body. Get rid of that excess energy. Sing and sing out loud. doesn't matter what you sound like because this helps strengthen your vagus nerve. Establish clear boundaries to protect yourself from potential harm. Communicate your boundaries assertively. And make sure you actually enforce them when necessary because they are important to you. Be kind and understanding towards yourself as you navigate these challenges of rebuilding the trust and remind yourself, please, that healing takes time and progress. It's not always linear. Start by opening up to your core trusted friends and family members. These are the ones that are in your inner circle, the ones that have proven themselves to be supportive and understanding, the ones who have had your back no matter what it took. And gradually, as you start to heal, you can expand your circle of trust when you become more comfortable. And really importantly, acknowledge and celebrate your achievements. It doesn't matter how small, Every single step towards vulnerability and trust is a significant milestone in your journey. Your journey towards emotional intimacy. So when you feel ready to embark on your new relationship, it's important to take small steps towards emotional intimacy. Rushing into vulnerability can feel overwhelming and trigger feelings of, say, fear and anxiety. So here are my suggestions for taking those small steps towards that emotional intimacy. Really show genuine in your partner's interest. Show your, your genuine interest in his thoughts, his feelings or her thoughts, her feelings and experiences. Practice active listening by giving them your full attention and start opening asking open-ended questions so that you can start that dialogue reflect on what they share with you start by sharing your thoughts and feelings on a less, less emotionally charged topic right you know as you build trust between yourself then you can build that that deeper connection of trust you can gradually start to open up and be more vulnerable about the aspects of your life that actually need discussing Having gratitude for your partner's actions and qualities, I love this one because it can really help foster a sense of emotional closeness. Have a go at it, see what it feels like in you, where is that feeling in you? What is that feeling? Really start to foster that and understand that gratitude, where those feelings are in your body, regularly, Acknowledge and thank them for the positive impact that they've had on your life. Start participating in activities that you both enjoy and can help create shared experiences. And really deepen that emotional connection. And this could be things like cooking together, going for walks if you've got pooches, taking the dogs for a walk, a walk around the beach maybe a shared hobby. It could be golf, it could be tennis, it could be be anything, right? Just finding ways to bond and creating those memories together is really important. Be open and honest about your emotional needs and expectations in the relationship. If you've been a people pleaser, then you won't necessarily know what your emotional needs are and that is why you need to take the time first of all to start the healing progress because as you work yourself down through your nervous system going from numbness back down into what we call sympathetic and down when you're starting to cry and get angry and then back down into ventral vagal as you start giving yourself more room to explore you you will start to understand what your emotional needs and expectations are and you should feel safe being able to talk about that because you are safe if you feel you're not safe let's go back let's explore why you feel like this is it your gut instinct saying that something's not right or is it a protective part of yours coming up and let's explore that because both of you need to feel heard and understood If you find yourself struggling to overcome these fears of emotional intimacy or navigating these challenges of building a new relationship after narcissistic abuse, Raw is here to help you. We specialize in trauma after this and we can provide you the guidance and tools in a safe space. A safe space to explore your emotions and fears. We can help you develop those coping mechanisms build resilience, to navigate the complexities of emotional intimacy, to build those boundaries and to flourish in all pillars of your life. And your self-care is a crucial part when healing from narcissistic abuse and working towards emotional healing, emotional regulation and intimacy. So like, for example, making yourself a non-negotiable time each week on a, daily, on a daily basis, dedicate that time for you that, to do the activities that bring you joy, relaxation, rejuvenation. Engage in those mindfulness activities, meditation, deep breathing, yoga, um, moving your body, dance, singing, and these practices that can help you stay present and manage your anxiety and cultivate self-awareness. Write down your thoughts your emotions and reflections in a journal. Understand that this is okay to do this. Journaling can provide clarity and really serve as a therapeutic output to help you track your progress. Surround yourself with people who uplift and support you. And please minimize contact with individuals who drain your energy or trigger negative negative emotions. And establish clear boundaries in all areas of your life relationships, work, and your personal time. Prioritize your needs and honor your needs and boundaries to protect your emotional well-being. Remember, self-care is absolutely not selfish. It's a necessary practice for healing, building emotional regulation, resilience, and nurturing healthy relationships. Dating after narcissistic abuse I know can be challenging as it can trigger fears doubts and anxieties so it's really important to approach dating with self-awareness and willingness to prioritize your own emo- emotional well-being give your time the time give yourself the time to heal and rebuild your sense of self-love and self-belonging before you enter into a new relationship Rushing into dating can lead to repeating those unhealthy relationship patterns, right? And a lot of you might have gone, yeah, so I get this. This is why I keep returning back and and inviting the narcissist into my life. Those unresolved trauma patterns, those unresolved inner child thoughts and feelings that you've had need to be addressed. Pay attention to your intuition and trust your instinct. If something feels off, then something is off. If something triggers you, there's those feelings of discomfort, honour them. Reassess the situation. Clearly communicate your boundaries and expectations early on in the dating process. Be open and honest. If you feel like you can't let yourself be clear about your boundaries and expectations, This is a red flag for you. This means that you have not understood or healed enough to put yourself into that. You're still looking to be a people pleaser. Please reach out. We need to look at this because you deserve that relationship lean on your support network for guidance and encouragement as you navigate the challenges of dating friends family or us here at raw we can provide valuable insights and perspectives practice self-care throughout the dating process throughout it take the breaks when needed engage in activities that bring you joy don't forget you're a separate person It's okay to be yourself, and it's okay to do things by yourself. And Prioritize your emotional well-being. Remember that you deserve a healthy and fulfilling relationship. Trust yourself and take the necessary steps to protect your emotional well-being as you embark on this new chapter of your life. That can be incredibly daunting, right, but so incredibly exciting. And as you progress your journey towards embracing emotional intimacy gain, it's important to celebrate your growth and progress. Each single step that you take towards vulnerability and trust really is a testament to your strength and resilience and healing. Take the time to reflect on how far you've actually come. Acknowledge the process that you've made. Doesn't matter how small it is. Give yourself credit for the efforts. Be gentle and kind towards yourself as you navigate these challenges of healing and rebuilding that trust, rebuilding that trust in other people, but also rebuilding the trust in you. Remind yourself that growth is a process, and setbacks are natural. They're natural; it's a natural part of the journey. Surround yourself by positive. Influences and celebrate your growth with your supportive friends and loved ones. Share your achievements and your milestones. Shout it out from the rooftop. Those moments of emotional intimacy with those who uplift and inspire you. And as you continue to embrace emotional intimacy, set new goals for yourself. Keep yourself moving. There is it's steepening a current relationship, pursuing new hobbies that you've always wanted to do, exploring personal growth opportunity. Having goals provides a sense of purpose, right? And a direction for you. And start to cultivate a sense of gratitude for the process that you've made and opportunities that lie ahead. Regularly expressing gratitude for the lessons learned. And remember that what you have learnt can be a light for somebody else. The relationships nurtured and the growth that you've experienced. Embracing emotional intimacy again after surviving a narcissistic relationship is an incredibly courageous and transformative journey. You can be proud of where you've come to. Celebrate your growth and progress. And know that you have the power. You 100% have the power to create a healthy and fulfilling relationship based on trust, vulnerability and love. You never lost it. Trust me, you never lost it. Your core authentic self is in there. It's just had lots of protector parts go on top to keep you safe. But now that you've left, or now that the relationship is no longer with the narcissist, it's time, time to be yourself again. So let's just have a look at what surviving narcissistic relationship is. And it can, we know, leave deep wounds of fear and emotional intimacy, a fear of that. However, with self-reflection, with support, with self-care, it is incredibly possible to heal and embrace emotional intimacy again. I know it because I've done it. My clients have done it. Recognize the signs of a healthy relationship. Take small steps towards vulnerability. Celebrate your growth and progress along the way, knowing that you absolutely have the power to create a fulfilling and loving relationship and relationships and if you are feeling stuck in your healing progress, our recovery, Reboot and Refuel program can provide you with the right tools to heal and move forward in your own power. Your own power. It is there within you. Let's get it back. I'm looking forward to you connecting with me if you feel that this resonates with you and you are ready to go in and, and heal towards your brighter future. With much love, Margarita.